Katya. And I'm Rin. And we're here at the Commonwealth Center for Holistic Herbalism in Boston, Massachusetts. And on the internet everywhere, thanks to the power of the podcast. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. So, it's Mother's Day. It is. Right around now. Yeah, it's going to be. And in honor of Mother's Day, we wanted to share our thoughts about the amazing plant motherwort. Yeah, seems appropriate, right? Right? Hmm. Mother's Day can mean different things for different people, but whatever your situation is, motherwort is a supportive friend. Yeah. Has a lot to offer. Yes, indeed. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But as always, we just want to remind you that we are not doctors. We are herbalists and holistic health educators. Ideas discussed in this podcast do not constitute medical advice. No state or federal authority licenses herbalists in the United States, so these discussions are for educational purposes only. Everyone's body is different, so the things that we're talking about may or may not apply directly to you, but they'll hopefully give you some great information to think about and research more. We want to remind you that good health is your own personal responsibility. The final decision in considering any course of therapy, whether discussed on the internet or prescribed by your physician, is always yours. Yes. All right, so let's do the shout-outs for the week. Yeah, we have a couple. We have I Heart Herbs, Holistic Rhythm, and Rose and Lilies, all on Instagram, who were posting that they made herbal green cleaning products for themselves after listening to last week's episode, and they love them. Hey, good. Yeah. Yeah. We have a shout-out to Emily, who is excitedly anticipating the launch of the Reproductive Health Course this September. Yeah, I'm excited for that too, actually. Coming soon to a September near you. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. And I think that we should give a giant shout out to um, Herbstock. Yeah. Which is our local um, herb conference and is happening the first weekend in June. And we just posted a blog on their, an article on their blog. Um, and we're just so excited about herb stock. So if you are local, be thinking about herb stock. Yeah, June 1st and 2nd. Mm-hmm. Coming up fast, you can find out more at herbstock.org. Yes. Okay then, let's move on to motherwort. Yeah. Motherwort's Latin name is one of my favorites ever. It's, <laughs> uh, the Latin name is Leonurus cardiaca. And that means, well, roughly lion-hearted. Yeah. Yeah. That's so beautiful. I think that's really one of the most important skills a mama can have, actually, and especially in these times. I feel like mothers basically need to be bomb-proof, and motherwort is my favorite plant for building that quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really helpful for that kind of thing. Yeah. That equanimity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the topic of bomb-proof, especially for mothers of teens, uh, a reminder of a much earlier episode, way back, episode 16 from February uh, 2018, Emotional Support for Mothers and Teens. Um, if you have not listened to that episode, then this would be a great time to head back there and grab it. And if you have, this would be a great time to listen to it again. It's been 1.33 years since it came out, so <laughs> you might have forgotten a bit of something useful in there, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that parenting teens these days is a whole special kind of challenge. Challenge. Yes. We're, that's what we were thinking the whole time. That's the word definitely that was, that was in my mind. the only word, of course. <laughs> and moms need as much support as they can get right now. So, um, so, yeah, after you listen to this episode, go back and listen to that one again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we also want to recognize that for some people, maybe a lot of people, 
relationships with mom or even relationships as mom can be really challenging. Yeah. I think whether you have kids or not, if you're trying to find your path in your relationship with your own mom, motherwort can help with that too, especially in terms of creating healthy boundaries. It's really important for mom to have healthy boundaries for herself um, so that not everything is used up in service of the children. And it's important for kids and especially adult kids to have healthy boundaries for themselves as well. And this is something that motherwort can really, really help with. And also, I want to add that for many of us who have lost children or who otherwise carry grief associated with our motherhood, that this time of year can be especially difficult. But motherwort can help here too. And I especially like it paired with Hawthorne for this um, for this kind of a situation. Um, also, I like to put in plants like self-heal or schizandra, violet, elderflower, goldenrod, And all of those are supportive kind of in their own ways. Um, It really makes me realize that I want to do a whole future episode on herbs for working through grief. Um, So I think we should put that on the list. Yeah. Um, But for now, hopefully some of those can be helpful friends if this is a situation that you find yourself in. Yeah. So you'll hear more about that in the uh, the main body here yes. in this uh, segment about to arrive. So this uh, information about motherworts um, and the, the audio that we're going to use for the major piece of this podcast comes from our Materia Medica course, which is itself part of the Family Herbalist program. And seems like a good idea to just talk about that for a moment. Yeah. Really, the first step in becoming an herbalist is learning the herbs themselves and, of course, also how to make all the different kinds of herbal medicines so that you can take care of yourself and your family. This is where everybody begins, really. Yeah. 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 This is where we begin. Yeah. You know, when you have a solid understanding of how each of the herbs works and what actions it has, then you'll know exactly who to call on when you need help. And when you know how to prepare each type of herbal remedy and treat, then (laughs) you'll be able to create a toolkit that's specifically geared to your needs and the needs of your family so that you're always ready when something happens, whether it's the cold or the flu, cuts and burns, bites, stomach upsets, eczema, whatever it is. Yeah. The Family Herbalist Program has 89 different herbs, and these are the herbs that we work with most in our practice. Although you probably don't need to stock all 89 of them, Um, but learning about each of them will help you choose the ones that are best suited for you and your family's needs. Yeah. Plus, there's also 45 close-up step-by-step videos showing you exactly how to make every kind of herbal medicine, product, treat, preparation, anything you could need for whatever comes up. And as we add more herbs to the list, you'll automatically get access to them at no extra cost. So, we hope that you enjoy this information about motherwort, and if you're interested in learning more, check out the Family Herbalist Program at commonwealthherbs.com slash learn. And P.S. You don't have to be a mom, or even to have a biological family, to take the Family Herbalist course. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, your family is not only made of blood relations, but also heart bonds. So whether you're looking to take care of your actual relatives or the family of your heart, you're welcome in this program. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Really, we're all just one big family. Yeah. So start (laughs) off taking care of yourself and then just take care of everyone. There we go. More herbs for everybody. (laughs) 
All right, so let's get to it. Let's hear all about Motherwort. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Motherwort. Today's tea has Motherwort in it. Um, Motherwort's not really a plant that you want to drink a whole cup of tea of. I mean, you might. But it's a little bitter for my taste. And, you know, a lot of herbalists really... Um, get into the whole bitter aspect of things, and they're like, no, no, I just love a whole cup of bitter, and I think that's awesome, but I don't love a whole cup of bitter, and so if you don't, then don't think I'm doomed as an herbalist. You're totally not. We're, we, you can hang out with me. We will be in the I don't really like bitter club together. Um, that doesn't mean that bitter isn't super important. It is, um, and you should have some every day, but it's Still, after all the year, these years, it is still a challenge for me um, to really get into the idea of bitter, especially the bitter nervines, where they're bitter and cooling. I much prefer calamus or angelica in that warm, bitter place than the cooling bitter herbs. So there's nothing wrong with mixing in a nice bit of ginger um, or some cinnamon or some peppermint or spearmint, whatever you like flavor-wise. I'll just tell you right off the bat, it's totally fine to mix that in um, so that you can get your mother wart but also feel happy about it. Yeah, and for you, you know, that, that preference for the warming nervines and, and all that, that's coming from your constitutional balance where you're a little on the cold side to start from, and so... You know, some of these may be cooling you off too much to really be comfortable. Um, but for folks who get hot and agitated and have a red face a lot of the time, or for this herb in particular, if you're, like, feeling your blood rise in a very literal way, like you see it flushing up into your head, you feel your heart starting to pound or to thump or to have a little pain in there, um, then motherwort is really strongly indicated. Um, you can watch the blood just drain out of somebody's head a little bit, not in like a, they turn pale and faint kind of problem, but in a where it's like, the flesh oh, you're disappears. looking much more comfortable now, yeah. you know? Um, you can see that happen with with a, a, a squirt of motherwort tincture in like five, ten minutes. Mm -hmm. um, this is a pretty uh, immediately noticeable effect that you get from this plant. So both with where your actual blood is moving around in the body, um, helps to disperse that, it has a relaxant effect. Uh, where it opens up the blood vessels and helps that to be distributed a little more evenly. So that helps to, again, to reduce blood pressure and to pull it down in the body. Um, but that effect is also happening on the emotional level, too. Absolutely. You know, the, the relaxation, the, the like, sort of release of that, that, that tightness, that tension, that spasm in the heart, that has an emotional parallel, and the impact on them is really, it's really concurrent because they're not, they're not separable phenomena. Mm -hmm. Yeah? And, you know, especially to talk about that emotional impact, motherwort mother is often, um, you know, for people who are doormats or people who need help making healthy boundaries. And um, I, I have, whenever I think about that, I mean, I think about the plant and how right where the flowers join the plant, there's there are these spiky balls and they are sharp. And so... You could be like, ooh, I'm going to pick that cool flower, and then, ah, not. Um, but, but and so, like, that's one way you can think about the, <laughs> the sort of uh, boundary issue. But I have this, I, I love thinking in terms of personal experience or the experience of my students and clients and stuff, really, when I'm thinking about stuff. And there was this one student who um, is just such the most classic mother wart case 
that I just I just love it. So this was one of our pharmacy students. We teach for Mass College of Pharmacy and Northeastern University's Pharmacy School, and um, they have these fantastic programs where they send us a bunch of their pharmacy students who are going to spend six weeks with us just learning about traditional herbalism. And I think it's fantastic that these schools want pharmacists to go out there and be educated in traditional herbalism. So that's really cool. But they're still pharmacists, and they're coming in with all their chemistry and all their stuff. And so it's a little bit of a, you know, change for them to come and start learning stuff. And so we don't start right off with, here are some flower essences and all of the emotional... No, you know, we start with the physiological and the chemical constituents and all the stuff that's going to be more familiar to them. Well, this new group came in and this one girl was saying about how, oh, I said yes to my boss again. Why does he always ask me? He always asks me if I'll work an extra shift and I always say yes. And why do I always say yes? And one of these days I'm just going to say no. And, you know, they were all just chatting before class started. And I, I, she looked... I don't know, she looked like she was game for a challenge. And I, you know, I hadn't even introduced myself yet. And I just looked at her and I said, you know, could I just give you something? Could I just not tell you anything about it and just give it to you and ask you to take it a couple of times a day? Would, would you be into that? And she's like, sure. You know, like, and I didn't even tell her it was about her body. I mean, I did say it right after that, but I didn't even tell her. I was just like, you know, just, we're going to be together for the next six weeks. Would you, I'll tell you all about it in a couple of weeks, but would you just try it out? Would you be into that kind of experiment? And she was like, I would. So I gave her a bottle of Mother Ward tincture, and I said, you just take a little bit of it a few times every day. You know, three times a day, just take like half a squirt. And uh, if you ever have to do anything real hard, just take a little bit right before that, too. And by the end of the first week, she came in one morning so triumphant. And she was like, you guys, I said no to my boss. He just called while I was walking here and asked if I would work a double tonight. And it's Friday night. I don't want to. And I said no. And I was, <laughs> I was like, it's time to talk about motherwort now. Because <laughs> that's what was in that bottle. And over that six weeks, she made such changes in her life in terms of just saying, no, I will not always be the person who says yes, you know, because she was like, well, if you ask everyone else first and no one can do it, then I'll do it. Well, he didn't ever ask anybody else. He knew she'd say yes, and he just asked her. And she really changed her relationship with that boss in, in six weeks. And so I was, I was super grateful to her for being willing to just totally to do an experiment on no information whatsoever. And I was very excited how that all played out. We've seen this play out a lot of times, but it was so excellent in that particular person. Um, that particular case was just so satisfying. Um, so I really love that story. But that's really where we're going. And I can get to the physiological aspect there too, because if you're a person who doesn't like to stand up for yourself and doesn't like to say no, a lot of that can come from it when you were younger, when learning to say no, maybe that was you were told that wasn't okay. And so you start to have these fear feelings and, and these stress and, and palpitation feelings around, oh no, if I say no, I'll get in trouble, or some, you know, those kinds of feelings. And so even physiologically, I can see a direct tie here because it's calming down those feelings. It's calming down that racing heart. It's calming down those anxious feelings around what's going to happen to me 
if I say no? What's going to happen to me if I stand up for myself or if I hold my boundaries strong? Yeah, and so that, that aspect of being able to say no, having solid boundaries and defending them, that's that's a, a form of, of courage that Mother War helps you to to stand in and to present. Um, when I think about Mother War and courage, I think about it's, it's Latin here, Leonurus cardiaca. So we have elements of the lion in there and elements of the heart, right? So there's both that long-standing rec- recognition that this is a nerve that operates on cardiac tissue, and there's this idea of a little bit of a little lion heart activity going on, right? Um, with that, I think uh, we go off in a lot of directions here and think about like a, a mother lioness taking care of her cubs and you know scaring off the big big you know lion with the big mane and whatever. And he's like, oh man, don't don't get her pissed off, right? <laughs> get that going on. Um, but you also have uh, if you go back to the plant itself, you were talking about those little those little spikes that are on the stem uh, under the leaf joints. Well, they're there to protect the seeds, right? They're there to protect the baby, or they're there to protect like the plant's purpose on this earth, you know, is to, is to make the next generation, or to like, here's my project, and I'm going to put that into the world, and that's going to be my baby, right? So the plant protects that, and uh, it can help you to protect those things as well, whether that is to, to not take on somebody else's responsibilities, so that you can give some self-care to your own needs and your own projects, or when that's that you need to stand in the kind of courage that a mother needs. Um, so we've had some examples like that. Actually, my favorite story, uh, it, it was really it was from a whole separate thing. It was from this, this book, How to Talk So Kids Will Listen, right? Um, Which really... she was dutifully reading um, in order to help with my daughter. Anyway, but there's a story in there this woman tells of um, a mother whose child had an asthma attack. And it was pretty scary, and they had to ride in an ambulance and go to the hospital and all of that. Um, grandma was there that day as well, and Grandma was flipping out. She was just like, ah, I don't know, very upset. Uh, and Mama realized that her job was to stay as calm as possible and to hold kids' hand and to speak calmly, maintain eye contact, even with all the hustle and the bustle and the 911 and the sirens and the, the weird people and the strange environment and the, all that other stuff, she was just, I'm going to be here, I'm going to be centered, and I'm going to be with you, and keep that kid from panicking on top of having an asthma attack, which could have taken that to a really scary place, right? So she was very aware in that moment that if I want this to work out okay, I need to control my own emotions, and I need to present some courage on the surface for my child, and I was like, that's a mother war situation right there, right? So whether that's literally happening for you, and we've had lots of mamas come through our, mm-hmm. our school and, you know, students and clients both, and they find a lot of use for this herb. Um, but also just if you need to kind of present with some mama lion courage, right? If you need to have that, like, I'm, I'm kind of a mess inside, but I need to, like, keep a brave face at least for a while, then Mother War can help you to do that. Um, so that can be really valuable and, and very helpful. Uh, so, yeah, I guess we kind of got off into that. You know, on the, on the physiological side, uh, you know, maybe a little mundane, but it does really help to calm down those heart palpitations. It does drop blood pressure. Um, in addition, you know, it's a bitter. It's going to help with digestion to some extent. Um, you know, and, and we kind of, we have our favorite digestive bitters, and we're like, they're going to help with digestion a lot. And then we have, like, these other plants that are bitter. We're like, yeah, they'll help with digestion to some extent. Anything that's bitter, if it's bitter, it is improving digestion, right? So we do have the cooling and heating aspect, and 
sure stuff like Angelica and Calamus are going to have that warming effect that motherwort isn't going to have. So if you're a person who tends towards a slow, sluggish digestive system, then you might want to add some ginger in with your motherwort just so that you don't cool yourself down too much. But bitter is bitter. And bitter does increase digestive secretions across the board. It doesn't matter if it's endive or calamus. They all improve digestive function. And that's why so many cultures still have that tradition of a bitter um, appetizer before the meal or a bitter cocktail before the meal. Yeah, so motherwort could be your digestive bitter. However, if you're a human who menstruates, and especially if you're a human who's prone to heavy menstruation, then you're not going to want to use bitter all month, uh, not going to want to use motherwort all month long. Um, it does have a notable emenagogue effect. It will bring on a earlier and a heavier menstruation. So um, That's really great if you tend towards stagnant menstruation um, and it takes you a few days to get your period started and it's sort of brown and sluggish and just spotty for several days in the beginning. In that case, motherwort is a great friend. Um, pair it up with mugwort and you're good to go. But if you're a person whose period comes on strong right from the beginning, the motherwort in high doses or motherwort every day probably isn't going to be really what you want. And motherwort is one of those emenagogues that's primarily having that effect through relaxation of tension. So it would be best if there's like, the period is kind of slow and sluggish, but there's a lot of tension down here in the, in the pelvic bowl or in the lower abdomen. And that's kind of like really the factor that's restricting the movement and the flow of that blood. This is going to release that constriction, help you to calm down, loosen up a little bit, and then that lets it flow a little more easily. If you're wondering, how do I know if there's tension and constriction in my uterus? If you're a person who has tight psoas all the time, that's what we're talking about. Um, so, Or if you just sort of get cramps right in the groin muscle or cramps in the fold of your leg because you sit all the time, that's that tension. So th that's where this relaxant action is going to be really useful. Yeah, you know, you mentioned mugwort for that uh, as a nice pair, and that makes a lot of sense. One other place that I've paired mugwort and motherwort together is in the context of a sleep formula. And these two, and we might have said this during the mugwort section, I'm not sure, but these two herbs we find to be best uh, at improving the capacity to sleep straight through the night. So they're not, I mean, they can help to some degree with the long sleep latency where you're like laying there waiting to fall asleep and it's not happening. Um, for that, I think more of like passion flower, skullcap, even chamomile. Mm -hmm. But for the, I wake up a lot of times in the night or I wake up with a little sound and I can't get back to sleep, um, mugwort and motherwort, these two I find really helpful to include in, in that person's formula. And that's been really effective the times you've done it, even just for me. Mm -hmm. um, I struggle with that a lot. I have mother hearing when I sleep. I sleep very lightly. She's 14. I don't still need to do this. But I sleep very lightly, and any little sound, I'm like, oh, is the baby okay? She's not a baby anymore. But I still, not, I haven't outgrown that aspect yet. Maybe, maybe that is the bane of mothers that we never do outgrow it. I don't know. But, um, but I do find motherwort and mugwort together to be great at helping me just let that go and uh, not be quite so sensitive to every little creak in the floorboard. Yeah. Um, you know, another combination with motherwort that's really effective is to pair it with blue vervain. Uh, so that's verbena hastata, and if we didn't do that already, we'll come around to it later on. Um, the two of them, they, they, the affinity that they share is for helping to move you from 
the sympathetic nervous system side of your of your being in the world to the parasympathetic. So that's also to say from alert, aware, fight or flight over to rest and digest, relax, and the far end is like to, to sleep. So um, these herbs have that affinity for moving you into the parasympathetic, and so that can help them, that can make them useful when we're like trying to improve our meditation practice, and also just when we have a lot of things in the course of our day that throw us into a fight or flight response, we need to be able to come back down away from that, and having some herbs like this that are these bitter, cooling, uh, like, uh, you know, drop your consciousness into your center kind of nerving herbs, they can be very helpful if you know that you have a stressful lifestyle. This is something that you can reach for, just take a few drops or a little squirt of it, and it has that effect really, really quite rapidly. So that would be blue vervain paired with motherwort. The two of them work really nicely together. They're both really bitter. Uh, don't go crazy on that blend and take like a tablespoon or so, because you'll probably get nauseous from the bitterness. Um, but small doses are, are quite effective there. Um, you know, while we're mentioning it also, or actually we didn't mention it at all, but I'm about to, <laughs> uh, um, uh, that motherwort is actually also diaphoretic, right? So again, helping to sweat out a fever. It's got that cooling effect. And if you think about sometimes with a high fever, you get that racing heart feeling. You get that, the, the palpitations. And that's going to be perfect. There's lots of diaphoretic herbs, and they're great for fevers. But then when you really get down into differentiating your diaphoretics, motherwort is going to be great for those high fevers where there's also that racing heart or the racing pulse kind of feeling. Now, a diaphoretic is a great diaphoretic, and if motherwort was the only one you had, then use it for any diaphoretic action that you need. I mean, having any diaphoretic is good. But it's really fun when we can get very elegant about exactly which plant we're choosing for, for very specific situations. So motherwort is that one. High fever and, and heart racing. Uh, one, one final thing that we've, uh, we've heard about or learned about from some doula and midwife friends that we know who work with herbs uh, is motherwort for use in the afterbirth for when uh, the mother's having trouble letting go of the placenta, right? Which again is a problem of, of holding on, of tension, of, of tightness in that case. Motherwort helps to release some of that musculature and allow that, that placenta to pass. So, you know, it's just, it it's might seem on the, if you just heard that, oh, it's good for your placenta to drop, right? It's like, well, that's kind of random. Like, what's, yeah. the, what's the connection, right? It's all these other things. But always go back to these first principles. Say like, okay, it's cooling, it's drying, it's relaxant. Okay, it's a relaxant with affinity for your pelvic floor. Hmm. All right, what are all the different things that can come when you get too much tension in here, right? Poor digestion, poor menstrual flow, holding on to the placenta too long, holding on to your tender emotions too tightly. You know, like all of those things are going to be tied together. So um, always be looking for the underlying uh, kind of foundational level effects of our herbs and, and how those are going to impact our health. Mother report. We got it all. Okay. So go get yourself some motherwort today. Although it is a little on the bitter side, I actually really like motherwort tea. I find it to be a really pleasant kind of bitter and not like a very challenging bitter. Hmm. Um, and I've been really surprised how much I like to drink it even all by itself. 
<laughs> you know, it's funny. I think that your tastes have really changed a bit on this herb because in the uh, the video segment, you start out talking about how it's actually not your favorite herb to drink straight up. I know, I know. But I don't know. I think that, uh, you know, over the course of the last year or so, I really started to depend more and more heavily on motherwort. Mm. And when I first did, I know that I made it in formula a lot, but... Um, more and more I didn't and more and more I found that the bitter wasn't really that intense and now this happens for you the more the more you work with an herb the more you experience some benefit or improvement from it the more yeah. you're you're willing to uh, forgive some of its <laughs> uh, 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 otherwise unappealing flavors yeah I don't know I kind of settle in with the taste over time yeah and I think that um, when I work with a plant now and then uh, maybe that's not enough, but then when I start working with a plant really intensively, then then that's when that I get over the need to formulate it to cover up the flavor all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. And some people may not like the flavor by itself. Yeah. You know, you can always blend it with other things. You can mix it with some Tulsi or some ginger or both of them, <laughs> you know, or rose hips. There's, there's lots of options to make it tastier, but just as it is, or maybe with a little touch of honey. It's, it's really quite nice. Yeah, I really do find it quite appealing. Um, motherwort is great as a tincture too, which is handy because you can just keep it in your pocket or your backpack so that it's ready whenever you need it. And sometimes that's exactly what you need. <laughs> yeah, so give it a try and let us know how you like it. Let us know how mom likes it. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're mom, then yeah. Yeah. So we'd love to hear from you. As always, you can reach out to us at info at commonwealthherbs.com. You can go to our website and click on the contact page and reach us there. And you can find us on social media. We're at Commonwealth Herbs on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and whatever the next one is that hasn't been invented yet. We'll try and snatch it there as well. (laughs) All right, everybody. We hope that you have a great weekend, uh, whether you're with your mom or with other people you love or just out with yourself. And we'll see you next time.